Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. Thanks once again for staying with us. So a story that for me got all of my attention is a tweet that came from Emerald Fonsale. Who's Emerald Fonsale? He's a financial investigating consultant and he was tweeting this. West Bank discrimination as the big headline. All black clients who have a vehicle finance account with West Bank within the past five years at an interest rate higher than 17%, please Please contact me. So he's reaching out to all of those people. I need this information to draft my report to the Human Rights Commission related to discrimination is what he tweeted. We obviously spoke to him and we wanted to know more about what is going on there. We also reached out to West Bank, but let's start with him. He joins us now on the line. A very good afternoon and thank you so much for joining us, Emerald. Thank you very much and uh, good afternoon to all the listeners. What sparked all of this, Emerald? Well, I... The, I investigated uh, quite a numerous accounts of West Bank vehicle finance accounts, and I found the, the interest rate very, very high. Um, but the, uh, the discrimination came under my attention when a former manager of West Bank blew the whistle by phoning me and informed me that West Bank is discriminating against black clients on the vehicle finance accounts with interest rates, and he mentioned that some of the blacks are paying between 15 and 25 percent, where whites is paying between 10 and 12.5 percent. The prime rate at that point in time was 10 percent. So is it an algorithm thing or is it a deliberate thing? Well, I cannot comment on that. Um, um, discrimination, to my mind, is to increase the profitability of the bank. Mm. Now, what's interesting here, uh, you mentioned the tweet that I sent out yes. on the 11th of November 2019. I received numerous, numerous uh, uh, clients sending me their contracts as I requested. And from these, I could establish that there was a trend that they're discriminating. Some clients were paying a rate up to 25%. A lot of these clients said that they approached West Bank and asked them why are they charging them such a high interest rate on which the bank commented risk. Now we're coming to the risk factor. There is no risk and I'm going to explain to you why. Go ahead. West Bank was invited to take part in various radio interviews but turned the offer down. Yes. The reason for that is unknown to me. However, later they commented on social media that interest rates are determined by the client's credibility and affordability. Hmm. Now, to my mind, with this comment, West Bank basically admitted that the bank did, in matter of fact, discriminate. And I will just like to mention the reasons for this is twofold. The law determines that a, that a monthly installment of a vehicle finance account must not exceed 30% of the client's monthly income. Therefore, all walks of life who's got a vehicle finance account can afford it. Then the second comment I made regarding credibility, we all know if we just got the slightest dent in our credit record, you will not get a motor vehicle finance account loan. So in other words, you're um, proving that it cannot be a risk because anyway, that risk has been dealt with. That's, that's absolutely correct. Absolutely, there is no risk. Everybody, everybody that's got a vehicle finance account adhere to their 
their sort of rules or, you know, on the basis that they get sort of uh, determined what interest rate. So, so West Bank has also declined us. We'll read a statement that they've sent to us, but they have declined us. Are, are you in discussion with West Bank, though, yourself, privately? No, I've never. They, they, they said on Twitter, on the social media, that they contacted me many a times <laughs> to come in contact with them. That's absolutely lies. They did not do that. So all now, the information you're getting, you're getting from their clients? Absolutely, yeah. And yeah, are you getting yeah. clients who were not discriminated against? In other words, so that you can compare the two contracts? Well, you, you know, if you've got a contract of a client, it's very easy to determine what interest rate is paying. It's on the contract, you know. Um, but, the, but, the, but the fact is that all the clients um, adhere to their sort of set down the rules to determine interest rate. It's clear that they're discriminating. There's no question. Now, I just wanted to just a matter what effect has it have on a, on a, on a account? And the effect is, I've taken a client, a black client, who purchased a vehicle for 252,000 rand at a rate of 19.75%. The amount of interest is 186,000 rand. If I, if I take the rate at 12.5%, which is the norm that the, the watch, according to me, are paying, that it's 180. The, the variance is 68,000 rand. Emerald, tell me about what's to become of your personal investigation. So once you've gathered all these contracts and you can prove that there well, has been I'm discrimination. Well, I'm going to the Human Rights Commission at the moment and I'm seeing one of the representatives next week and I'm going to provide him with all the information. This is not only on motor vehicle finance. Mm-hmm. This boils down to mortgage loans as well. So, um, yeah, go ahead. And, and, and see what happens from there on. According to the whistleblower, I mean, obviously you you have to protect them. That's fine. How much can you tell us about what the whistleblower told you? Is there insights that the whistleblower gave you about how they actually discriminate? Well, that what he basically said is that, that they're asking black people more interest than white people. That that was basically what he said. And yes, that but triggered me to put the um, to put the um, the message on Twitter mm. so that I can gather more information. It's, it's no good going on 10 or 10 or 15 contracts. You've got to have sure. a, a hundred or some, somewhere around that to make a, to make a, a, a sort of a statement that they did discriminate. Yes. No, no, that no. helped me tremendously. They, yeah. uh, the, the, the response was overwhelming, really. I, I understand that. What I was asking is, is there more information that the whistleblower gave you to go on um, no, about the no, profiling no. of these individuals? No, 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 no. That is all, all he provided me with, and that was, that was enough to trigger me to investigate. So are you still looking for people to come forward? I beg your pardon? Are you still looking for people to come forward? Well, I'm investigating a hell of a lot of West Bank, uh, West Bank motor vehicle finance accounts at the present moment, and more and more is coming forward. And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring in discrimination once this has been settled and say what is... What is a, a, a fair rate to charge these people? 
Okay. Um, I'm going to ask you to just uh, perhaps miss, give us a few minutes to to allow people to call in, those who may have questions, who are sitting with uh, West Bank accounts, and as sure. you said, also mortgages from F&B. We will take yeah. those calls on 0891-104-207. If you have any questions, Emerald for Sale is a financial investigating consultant. He says something is amiss about how people are being charged their interest rates, and he says he is putting it down to race differentiation, and that West Bank is doing something dodgy there, uh, profiling people and asking them to pay higher interest rates. If you are a West Bank client and you are suspecting that something is wrong with your particular account, give us a call 0891-104-207. Call SAFM right now on 0891-104-207. In case you've just joined us, thank you so much for joining us. It's 21 minutes after one. My name is Pimelo Motena. You're on SAFM. We are in discussion with Emerald Fonsale, who is a financial investigating consultant. And he sent out a tweet not so long ago. He says, all black clients who registered a mortgage as well, loan within the past five years at an interest rate higher than 13%, please contact me. I need this information to draft my report to the Human Rights Commission related to related to discrimination. So Emerald, let's just go back also to the mortgage. Are you getting responses as well to your mortgage case? I've just asked for the information. I've got enough information with me to uh, to give to the Human Rights Commission to prove that banks are discriminating. Are you Standing only information? Are you only targeting F and B in West Bank or are you seeing the same pattern with other banks as well? Well, um, I have now um, sort of um, um, examined some of Standard Bank um, home loans, um, which is absolutely, absolutely, I can't believe what are my findings. Is it looking worse? The last um, uh, uh, five bonds that I investigated uh, with Standard Bank, the overcharges were... 96,000 rand, 149,000 rand, 230,000 rand, 260,000 rand, and one of 838,000 rand. This is due to the increase of interest rates, but I can't say it's related to discrimination. It's very difficult to do it. But when I got a document that, uh, that I've got from FNB, where they say the interest rate on the, uh, the prime rate decreased with 1%, and uh, all, all bonds, the high-cost high housing, are getting this interest rate reduction, and low-cost housing, which is black people, were excluded mm. from this interest rate. Sure. That is this. Yeah. Okay, let's take those calls. As I said, I will take the calls on 0891-104-207. Thomas, you're calling us from Soweto. Good afternoon. Yes, afternoon, Pamela. Go ahead. Yeah, look, I'm one of the West Bank clients. Mm-hmm. As I'm hearing, you know, you are, you are your guest speaker there, it, it, it gave me that some suspicion because I purchased a vehicle from, uh, I think it was 2014. Uh, it's, uh, and they exited from the dealer and it was financed by the West Bank. But to my suspicion, since, you know, 2014, I, I'm not getting any, you know, the statement to see when, 
where where you know where I am when it comes to payment. I know that when I look at the contract, you know the last statement will be next year March. But I'm not getting any statement, and it it, it raised suspicion as I'm listening to your guest. Mm. That you know, my I, maybe I'm one of the victims. Tell, tell me, Thomas, have you requested the statement? As in, have you made sure they have the right address and email address and everything? In the beginning, they were sending me via email address, and I never changed the email address. It's still the very same email address I give it. I give it to them mm-hmm. in 2014. Emerald, do you want to respond to that? I, I, the telephone is very soft. I couldn't hear actually so, all, all his yes. comments. Yes. Well, Thomas is saying that he, he finds it quite strange that uh, after a while he stopped getting his statements and he's concerned why that has happened because in the beginning they used to send him statements. He hasn't changed his email address or anything like that. So he's kind of wondering why that would be the case. Does that raise alarms to you, Emerald? Sure. Um, I haven't got any experience of that. That is new to me because... Um, the gentleman can, can request his statements right from the beginning from the bank, and they always provide me with a statement. Not a problem whatsoever. Mm. As a matter of fact, on, on accounts that I investigate from uh, West Bank, uh, the clients get the information from them. Sometimes they are a little bit hard giving it, but at the end, uh, they do provide the, the statement. Thomas, uh, I'm... I'm going to put you on hold so that we can maybe connect you with with Emerald offline and then you'll be able to get maybe private assistance from him. Budana, you're calling us from Rosebank. Good afternoon. Afternoon, afternoon. Go ahead. Um, I tried to to get finance from West Bank directly, but I was told that I must get to the, the, the car dealer. And then in the car dealer there, what is happening is that the person that is dealing with finance there is the finance manager. He's contacting all the banks, mm. and then he decides as to what percentage. The person there at the, at the, at the, at the card dealer, he decides what percentage is going to give you. So what is the relationship between the yes. person in the, financial, in the, in the, in the card dealer yeah. and the different banks that are offering these this finances? Sounds very familiar, Emerald. What do you make of this? I, that is absolutely true. You do get a lot of uh, motor vehicle uh, dealers that uh, that uh, determine the the interest rates, but uh, they do it under instruction from the bank, and it's for the bank uh, to approve that interest rate. Mm. Uh, do you want to go ahead, Budana? Yeah, yeah. But uh, um, well, if 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 that is the case, why can't I apply directly from? Uh, West Bank, because I tried several times. He said, no, no, they can't help me. I have to go to the to the nearest car dealer where em- I want to buy the car. Emer- Emerald, but the perception here is that there must be something in it for this individual. Is there some other uh, added cost in there that always lands on the customer's uh, lap? Why do we have to go via this individual? Why can't the, the, the client just go direct? I can, honestly, I cannot give comment on that. Uh, you know, I've just in my investigation, I contacted a lot of car dealers yeah. and asked them what interest rate they charge on people. Some said they don't charge people more than 14.5%. A lot of these car dealers, they get a commission yes. on the interest rate that they charge. Yeah. But yeah. It, once again, it is for the, for the bank to decide, is that a fair, de- a fair yeah. deal? And they've got to approve that. Ah, so so what 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 he's saying, Budana, is that ultimately it 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 ends 
at the doorstep of the bank. So, okay, you know, and, okay. and so the responsibility has to the people who have to stand and who have to answer to these questions are ultimately the banks. Thanks very much for that, okay. Madonna. Okay. John, yeah. thanks okay. very much for calling us. You're calling us from Grahamstown. Hi. Thank you. <clears throat> uh, is the guest's name yes. Emerald? Yes, it is. Yes. Emerald, you, you said one of the bases on which uh, Wiz Bank's discriminating is on credibility. I think you meant creditworthiness. Two different oh, sorry, things. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Isn't creditworthiness yeah. accepted uh, in business that uh, people, they differentiate between interest rates based on creditworthiness? Emerald, do yeah. you want to respond again to that question? I know you had re- addressed it. I think John may have missed it. Yeah, um, well, that is one of the criteria that they use in, uh, in determining the interest rate of a client, according to what they put on social media. Okay, and I think you said that whites, are, or according to your informant, whites are being charged between 10 and 12 percent and yeah. blacks over 15 percent. Yeah. Uh, if I was recently quote, given a quote by Wesbank from between 15 and 20 percent, does that mean I'm being discrimin- unfairly discriminated against? Well, the fact of the matter is what... what what boils down to discrimination is that everybody's got to apply to that two criteria. Yes, but and, it's, and, and, it's based and, and on creditworthiness. If they charge you a 15% interest rate, that's fine. But when you're charging black people a higher interest rate than white people with the same criteria, that is yes, merely because they're black, I would agree with you, doubt. yes. yes. Uh, but the other thing is what you also need to bear in mind that our constitution does allow for discrimination uh, it's debatable but the fact is it does allow for it it's a question of whether it's fair or unfair discrimination I, I'm, I'm likely to dis, dis, disagree with you the constitution uh, discrimination is enshrined in the constitution well uh, I'm afraid you need to go back and, re- and revisit the constitution yeah, no, I'll it, uh, it back, differentiates uh, between also, fair and unfair discrimination. I can refer to you, and I think it's, yes. uh, it's section 1C or C, 1A or 1C that said discrimination in South Africa is out. As long as it's unfair, yes. All right, we're going to have to leave it there, I'm afraid, because we are running late. Emerald van Sale is the person we were discussing all of this with. He's a financial investigating consultant. We'll give you all those details after the headlines, but let's go quickly to Uzi Lesaku for the latest in headlines at one thirty.